and welcome to Useful Idiots, Blast from the Past edition. So excited to be here with the OG Useful Idiot, Matt Taibbi. How's it going, Katie? Good, you? Good. Uh, I just got back from vacation. Where'd so you go? Just to my old hometown in Massachusetts. Nice. Uh, you know, beach kids, that kind nice. of stuff. Cool. So it's all good. Back, back hard at work. Is uh, it hard for you not to be working? Do you like do your fingers go like that, like automatically muscle memory? Because uh, so Yeah, I'm like deeply neurotic at this stage of my life. Although I, I think I'm pretty close to having some kind of breakthrough where I thought you were gonna say like, breakdown. No, like a work sucks kind of a breakthrough oh, where good. where I just stop doing this. You know? Yeah. Um, it's sort of like office space. I'm, cl- I'm close to having one of those moments. Uh, okay. So, how about you? I'm good. I'm I'm uh I've been traveling a bit. Uh, I'm I'm upstate right now. Uh I was visiting a friend's family and I realized that like I feel like I'm so flexible and such an easy person to be friends with because I can do my work from anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I forget that that's like an imposition on the people I'm staying with. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I have to take over someone's room. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. People, I, I mean, I think people in general, they're, those who have nine to five jobs are in the minority now. Yeah. I think um, so. Yeah. Almost everybody else is working more or less all the time and, you know, in some kind of non standard arrangement where uh, you never really are free. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So we've established that. That's a happy thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Ser- welcome. Servitude. Well, Thanks for having me back on Useful Idiots. So what are we doing now? I, I forget, I forget doing, how we do this oh, show. Well, this, we're doing what, what you once introduced as uh, something that I think one of your father's colleagues said, which is oh, that right. yes. every news story can be broken up into one of the four basic food groups, which is Democrats suck, Republicans suck. Isn't that weird? Isn't that terrible? Right. And we're yes. sticking with it. Mm-hmm. So Aaron is away this week. Uh, and so we were so thrilled to have Matt. I don't want to say fill in. I'll say return. No, no, fill no in. not fill in. That makes you seem like you're a replacement or you're not our first choice. Aaron is the replacement. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. We love you, Aaron. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think he'll appreciate that dig. But uh, I have Democrats suck this week. So for Democrats suck, let's go to a story about uh, Saudi Arabia. And let's hear from Amy talk about Goodman of Democracy Now. The Biden administration's has known Saudi security forces were killing Ethiopian asylum seekers since at least last fall, but chose to keep quiet. That's according to The New York Times, which reports United Nations officials last year presented the U.S. with information about Saudi border guards shooting Ethiopian asylum seekers, including women and children. The gruesome abuse was exposed by a Human Rights Watch report earlier this month, which documented how hundreds and possibly thousands of asylum seekers have been killed. The group said Saudi authorities fired machine guns and explosive weapons at asylum seekers who were fleeing human rights abuses in Ethiopia's Tigray region and attempted to cross the Yemen-Saudi border. Guards also executed people at close range. The report cited firsthand accounts from 42 Ethiopian asylum seekers, over 100 verified videos and photos, and analysis of satellite imagery between 2021 and this year. The Biden administration has not publicly criticized Saudi Arabia, a close ally for the killings. So that is, you know, one talk of the Talk about things, murder. Talk about 
murder at close range of mm-hmm. asylum seekers. No, but one of the things that uh, one of the reasons this is a Democrat suck is because one of the things that Biden claimed was different about him was that he was going to make Saudi Arabia a pariah state. Uh, he didn't do anything about the c- confirmed Khashoggi murders, even though reports documented that Mohammed bin Salman was involved. And, you know, it's just that they they did shift. They did like a rebranding. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a cute PR campaign where they said they're no longer funding offensive uh, weapons, just defensive. And <laughs> so what does that even mean? No, by the it way? means nothing. I mean, it's it's like I, you know, at least Trump. Remember when Trump was asked if he was going to do anything to Ben Solomon about Khashoggi? He's like, no. Why would I do anything? They just bought a bunch of weapons from us. Why would I do anything? <laughs> like that is preferable to the Democrats who pretend they're going to do something and don't do anything. At least yeah. the Republicans are honest about their motives. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Do we think th- th- those were that w- those graphics were by Human Rights Watch? Yeah, right? not democracy now. Not I don't democracy think. Democracy yeah. now. I, don't th- <laughs> I was going to say I think it's a little beyond their capabilities there yeah. in that shop. Are, are you a Werner Herzog fan? Yeah. You are. Yeah. Isn't there a scene in that footage that is called straight from Aguirre Wrath of God, where they're walking up that mountain pass? Oh. It could, what if we just exposed? What if this isn't just an isn't that terrible of the Democrats, but it isn't that terrible of democracy now for ripping off Aguirre, the wrath of God? Mm-hmm. Is, 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 is Wilson still generally here? Is, yeah, Wilson. Is, yeah, does, here, yeah. does he pipe in? Is he, does he still do the Carlton the doorman thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already looking it up right now. Yeah, I think there's there's there's, there's a scene where they're where they're all there's this. Because I remember, I remember the, the discussion of this about how they had to get a gazillion extras to march up a mountain pass uh, in that movie, which I, which I love. But yeah. uh, did you yeah, ever see? Do you hear Werner Herzog impression to talk about this next point? I can't do a good Werner Herzog impression. Does anyone else have a good one? Okay. I, I mean, does he just have a German accent? He has a German. It's a very thick German. It's, it's, very it's, thick it's, German it's accent. Like, the, the natives walk up the volcano. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. That's it. That's it. The natives yes. walk up the mountains. That was a little to, bit yeah. more like Werner Her- Mandalorian Werner, Werner Herzog. Oh, nice. No, I mean, like, like, like the Saudi Arabia thing. Anybody, any American politician who claims they're going to do anything about this is lying. Right. Like, it, it, they will now and forever be lying um because because of the strategic importance of the country to us we have you know all sorts of military entanglements and, and financial ones right with with Saudi Arabia which are never going to be unraveled not for anybody's sake not even for Israel's so any politicians who who, who talks about this is always automatically lying yeah um you know this this is this is just another example of uh the sort of human rights atrocity i guess that we have learned to casually accept in our yeah. gen- generation and uh, fund and fund and fund and, and arm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, do you detect a change in that? I mean, like, I, I feel like maybe five years ago, it was slightly a thing like, wow, maybe we shouldn't be funding drone assassinations of kids in Yemen and that, that sort of thing. Like uh, th- there was briefly like a little bit of, cringe nervousness about that there was a pbs story i think somebody tried to do uh criticizing that i mean 
There's, I mean, what Bernie and Mike Lee, right? They tried to do something on that. Rokana has tried to do something on it. But in general, I think people have accepted it, like you said. I mean, it's like, you know, Israel is America's wife and Saudi Arabia is America's side piece. Or its other wife using Saudi Arabian. Oh, um, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But yeah. not even. It's not even its other wife. I mean, it's it really is its side, its mistress. Yeah. Yeah. Because we brag about our special relationship with Israel. That's true. And that's we true. And hide that's... it, hide the one with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And selectively complain about it. Right. Uh -huh. I mean, the, yeah. the, the biggest things that Saudi Arabia has gotten uh, negative press about in the last four or five years have all been partisan squabbles. So if it was Donald Trump right. inappropriately responding to the Khashoggi situation, that was the biggest deal in history. Or if it was Elon Musk buying Twitter and essentially using the same Saudi financing that the previous owners used, but right. you know, uh, you know, that, that became a big deal as well. Right. But I none of the people mad about the Trump thing are mad about Biden not doing anything about Khashoggi. Of course not. I mean, right. just every, everybody's, Full of it. Everybody's a, a liar and has no principles. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry. Was I was I this dark last oh, time? Oh yeah, we did I think the show? so. I was. I can say I think it's beautiful. It's kind of a nice universal message. It unites every humankind. I wasn't always. I, I, I have to are. say I, I wasn't always this cynical about. Well, because um, you haven't been doing the show with me for a while, so my sunshine has has <laughs> worn off. The usual sunshine that I would emit onto you. Yeah, the rays of sunshine and chirpiness. Yeah. Well, chipperness, chipperness, not chirpiness. Chipperness, yeah. right? Yes, chirpy, chirpiness is something else. That yeah. would be you and I, you know, getting in arguments, which we we do that right. too. A little, so, yeah. yeah. Chirpy yeah. is that argumentative? I just think of it as, I guess it could be. Chir chirpiness could is be that... like, well, I guess it's a little bit like chippiness. So now we're getting into chippiness, which is like something oh, that happens right. on, a, on on in sports. Right. Think, things are getting a little chippy out there. Huh. You know, players have to be separated. Like that's, oh, got it. Right. But they're not chirpy. Right. Oh, here we go. Okay, What's this? The... Wow. That is, that does look like they may have stolen that Aguirre Wrath of God footage. Nice, Wilson. Wow, Wilson. Well done. You're, you're the man. Wow. You're on notice, Human Rights Watch or <laughs> Democracy Now. You better come back and prove that you didn't rip off that footage. You took that stuff straight from the Gire Wrath of God. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna use the, the next one they're gonna use is the raft monkey scene uh for the for their next story, which will not no. be about a mountain border, it'll be about a river border. So that would be right. that would be Mexico probably, right? Right, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be Amy Goodman watching the footage saying, I you can't hear this. The the sound is too horrible. Like you know, <laughs> in Grizzly Man. Right, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Grizzly Man. I have to see it. Oh, you have to see Grizzly yeah. Man. Uh, that is that is a funny movie. And, uh, although no, dark, funny, right? funny, funny, horrible. Right, funny, horrible, dark, funny. Yeah. I don't That's know. kind of our our lane of humor. Yeah, Wilson, would you say horrible, funny, or funny, horrible? Funny, horrible. Yeah, I'd, I'd go for funny, horrible. Okay. I mean, There's he does die. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I mean, and it's so terrible that he can't show us the footage. We just watch him showing it. So that's what Amy Goodman's going to do. Right. Talk oh, about like true detective. Yeah. Talk about being mauled by a bear. Oh talk, talk about bear maulings. Yeah. So, okay. So is anything else about uh, that situation you no, think needs think, to be covered? No, I think we covered it. All right.
Well, uh, for Republicans suck, I felt like somebody needed to say something about uh, Chris Christie, who is, look, I got to give the guy credit. This guy's been dead more times than politics. Mm. What, what, what's the what's the analogy for somebody who comes to he's, he's Jason. Oh, Jason. Okay, yeah. Right. He's he's yeah. almost come back to life as many times as Mike Myers or Jason. It, it, it's kind of incredible. He's getting uh, sort of big mainstream uh, news outlets to take his his campaign for the presidency seriously, which. You know, it's important. He had a little bit of an embarrassing moment during the debate last week when Brett Bayer said that we have to mention the other elephant in the room um, when he talked mentioning Trump, because you know Christie famously was called the elephant in the room on the cover of Time magazine before the 2016 race, uh, identifying him as as a serious contender. Uh, which he he milked quite expertly, yeah. I thought at the time. So now he's now he's making all this fuss about the the problematic uh, situation that the Republicans face, and he's you got to have profile done of him, of him by NBC, uh, where he's saying if Trump wins the GOP nomination, quote, we're going to lose this election. Uh, and if we lose to Joe Biden, Republicans need to understand that we're going to be looking at a packed Supreme Court. We're going to be looking at the end of the filibuster. And then this is my favorite. Um, I'm unafraid to tell the truth about Donald Trump. So I thought this would be a good moment to bring up a couple of things. Uh, first of all, let's remember that, that Chris Christie was the first person to formally endorse uh, for so so called real politician to formally endorse Donald Trump, and maybe we could just soak in for a moment uh, the scene of Chris Christie standing there as uh, mute, eating Trump's shit as Trump gloats over his um, his Super Tuesday victory. Uh, Wilson, can we roll that tape for a second? I, I mean, it doesn't take much to to. to drink in the, the, the meaning of this scene, but I, I think it's, it's a good scene. So I just want to say that this was an exciting evening. It's so great to be in Florida. Look at his it's eyes. It's so great to be at Mar-a-Lago with friends and the press and the media and everybody. I know it was a very tough night for Marco Rubio. He had a tough night, but... Uh, he worked hard. He spent a lot of money. He is a lightweight, as I've said many times before. But uh, you know what? We're going to go to Florida. We're going to spend so much time in Florida. We've got about a 20-point lead. That tape goes on, if you remember, forever. Mm -hmm. He does not mention Christie right. at all. Yeah, he's just standing there in the background. In that entire so scene, pathetic. right? Yeah. So, so this is so that's that's one thing I, I wanted to bring up in the context of I'm not afraid to tell the truth about Donald Trump. Uh, but this is the other one that I think was even more important. This is from his Little Red Post campaign memoir, um, Let Me Finish. And it's a scene about one of his uh, describing one of his first dinners with Donald Trump. Uh, so I'm going to just read from, from, from this scene. We sat at a large round table perfectly positioned beneath the L'Observatoire lighting sculpture at the center of the bright white dining room where we, uh, we could be seen by everyone. He ordered for me seared scallops and cauliflower with, cap 
with caper raisin sauce as my appetizer. I'm allergic to scallops and roasted lamb loin for my entree. I've always hated lamb. I hate lamb too. Hmm. I didn't complain, though I had to wonder, who does he think I am ordering for me like that? One of his chicks? Donald had divorced his second wife, Marla Maples, two years earlier. According to the New York Post, page six column, his new gal pal, as the Post put it, was the Slovenian model, Melania Naus. I was just grateful that Jean-Georges portions weren't too large. So this is Christie telling you in print that he's allergic to scallops. Which is sad. That he eats because he's too afraid to tell Donald Trump that he's allergic. And Trump probably knows this and ordered the right, scallops on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah. Right. So uh, so this is this is the person who's not afraid to tell the truth about Donald right. Trump. A person but he who, is afraid to tell the truth about his own dietary restrictions. Right. This is a guy who allergies. is willing to go into anaphylactic shock right. uh, at a New York restaurant just to please Donald Trump at a time when it didn't mean anything. This was like way before uh, there were any serious consequences. Trump was just a developer in New New Jersey who who might have been somebody who could contribute to Christie's campaigns. Uh, So that's the courage that that Chris Christie shows. And then he's a little snitch because he tells tells on him, but he won't speak to him. He won't speak up during the time, in real time. In real time, exactly. And, 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 and raisin caper sauce does not sound good. Honestly, even if I wasn't allergic, I would have said, oh, do you mind? Actually, I don't. I, I probably. All right. I don't eat lamb. So I definitely because I don't eat any red meat. So I would have been like, sorry, sorry, Donald. I don't eat that. But I honestly I love scallops. But and I love cauliflower. But if it was, I think I probably would have been like. I don't really like capers and raisins. Right. Right. I would have stopped him at that. Not even an allergy issue. But you you don't think you would have said, Donald, I'm sorry, I can't eat scallops because oh, sorry, my, yeah. my, yes, my throat might swell up and yeah, I, I could yeah. die yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the definitely. table. I just mean I as Katie Helper without oh, that allergy. I'm saying that's how comfortable I'd feel pushing back against someone ordering for me. Right, right, yeah. And I don't uh, even have a life-threatening excuse. Yeah. It's yeah. I like the way you say scallops. You say very mid-Atlantic, like George Plimpton, not really? scallop. I say scallops. I get. I mean, isn't it, it must you be a scallops. Ma- it might be a Massachusetts Maybe, thing. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't know. By the way, what did you think of of uh, of this line, uh, Wilson? Can we play the the Chat GPT thing? Oh uh, yeah. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like Chat GPT standing <laughs> up here. The last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Well, there's two things there. First, yeah. Katie, what's your reaction to the, to the chat GPT line? Like like on a, on, a, on a scale of one to ten to, of scripted jokeness. Like the most scripted. That's the most scripted. That's I mean, wait, which is a nine? Let's say nine. A nine, you think? I, I mean, mean, it's definitely scripted, but you mean in terms of how, did he deliver it as if it was spontaneous versus scripted? Oh, so, okay. So it's it's a 10 in terms of definitely scripted? Yeah. And in Maybe terms of- Maybe he used ChatGPT to come up with it. That would be interesting. That would, yeah, that, that would be like an Escher painting, Yeah. right? Like, yep. where's the beginning of that sequence? That, that would be interesting. 
yeah, and then uh, the, the the delivery didn't exactly make you think that it was offhand either, right? Oh no, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, not not great there. And then the whole, you know, skinny guy with a funny name. Yeah, like that, that was. Uh, it makes me even even for a Republican event. Like I, I don't really yeah. care, but you know. That's a little dog whistly even for, for them, don't yeah, you Yeah, I know. And he's he kind of distinguishes himself or tries to as being the, like, decent Republican. I mean, I don't buy it, but that's kind of his shtick. Although he's he also – he embraces the asshole, but that's kind of embracing the, like, xenophobic, ra- like, low-key racist. Right, right. Like mm. – and also Obama won twice. That's true. That's true. The same kind of amateur who, yeah. who twice won with record yeah. numbers. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was a bad line. But of course, no Republicans aren't going to push back on that. But it was right. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I, Chris Christie is he? He's kind of an amazing figure in the in the modern history of the Republican Party because he he his trajectory probably was the presidency at yeah. one point um if trump hadn't happened and i i think he's got ptsd about everything that happened in 2016 right down to trump offering him the head of the rnc and the attorney generalship and then pulling it back and right. you know not even offering the the ambassadorship to, to vatican, vatican city yeah. yeah all this stuff so anyway um and of course but, he was fine with trump until he dissed him Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He he had he had no objections whatsoever until he didn't get the job. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that certainly is a Republican suck. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. So what do we have for... um, Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? What we're about to see are two men who are breaking a very important Guinness Book uh, record. And that record is uh, greatest number of hugs per minute. So let's hear about not only they're breaking that record, but let's hear about something they discovered about the former record holders. And this gets into the verge, this is almost, isn't that terrible uh, uh, territory. And we realized that Anthony and Darius didn't even attempt to put their hands down during the hugging, whereas the rules clearly specify you must put your hands down to the side, but the previous record holders didn't necessarily always get it down to the side. So we're like, well, we're not gonna follow that rule. How are we feeling? Ready to go. Three, two, one, go. So here they are trying to break this record. Um, I don't even think that counts as hugging, though. And 
I don't like the way that they discovered that the last guys who did it, like, didn't put their arms down. I understand they feel like they want to break the record, but it seems to me like they're all embracing kind of a, a non-hug cheat, like a workaround. <laughs> it also looks like they're giving each other some kind of, like, Heimlich maneuver, like backwards Heimlich. It, it, it looks very much, like repress something yeah homoerotic and angry yeah i think these guys would be just tearing each nailing the crap off. out of yeah. each other if they had, yeah. yeah they had their druthers yeah yeah if they had their, their, their druthers that was the word i was looking for yeah, yeah. Come on! Woo! it does look like a good workout yeah i guess very aerobic uh, i bet they would get in their like point their uh exercise Hugging. Yeah. Power hugging. Power hugging. Yeah, I like did that. They, did they set the record? I think they did, right, Wilson? Yeah, it was like 139 or something, but I, I don't buy it. Those aren't hugs. There was no love there. I know. that. Well, I don't know. That's the thing. We're going to have to play That's this. That's a good from, point. Yeah, there was no love. There was no love. Right, I mean, the, we, we, we have to look into the rules, honestly. What were you going to say, Tybee? Sorry. I was just going to say that like a, a hug can't be quantified. Oh, so you feel like this can't even... Shouldn't even be a category. It can't be a category. I like that. Right? Yeah. It's like it's, it's like you know how many times can you fall in love? Like you 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 can't you can't do that. You can't do how many times can you fall in love? Right. Really? How do you quantify that? You oh I, I didn't I, know. I, I think I think a hug has to have has to have something real behind it. I I follow you on the hug thing, but I think falling in love is pretty quantifiable. I don't think you you can like I mean. Interesting. You don't think you can say how many times you can fall? Like, are you saying you don't, you can't say how many times you, a person has, or you're saying that there's no limit on the number of times? I, I think it's difficult. Like, how do you decide that? Like, how do you, what's the line between like in love and just love? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Or falling in love at first sight or infatuation right. or whatever. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Well, yeah, I, don't, you, I, I think a hug has to be has to be genuine, and you so can't it can't count. be forced. So it's yeah, not it just be yeah. a thing. Once okay. you're counting, it's like the Heisenberg. It's some. Is it Heisenberg principle? Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. Yeah. Yeah. Or what's mm -hmm. the one where it changes when you observe it? Is that something That's, else? Uh, Schrodinger's is it Heisenberg's cat? uncertainty principle or Schrodinger's cat? This is another one we're going yeah. to have Wilson need, look yeah. up. Yeah. Well, imagine a crossbreed of those. It's it's like if you if you if you're trying to count the hug, it doesn't count. Uh, it looks too much like a push up for me. Yeah, it does. Like a mutual push, a two person push up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a burpee, a two person burpee. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had to, I had to cover uh, a Guinness book. Uh, attempt once what was it uh, it was a bunch of russian dudes trying to build the world's largest bottle cap pyramid oh how'd they go they fucked it up somehow i mean they were russians right um famously bad with bottle caps yeah well it was either they it fell down or they they got Rowdy it, it just didn't it, yeah it, it didn't work out in the end but but you know, people take this seriously. There are people who read the, the Guinness Book of World Records, and it's like their life. You know? Right. If you were um, going to break a record, what would you try to break? Ah, uh, God, I don't even want to think about records. Probably I've already broken. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, because they're all 
grim. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there is there a good one that you'd want to go down go down in history for? That I'd want to go down in history for, or that I'd enjoy, or like there those are two different questions, I guess. But I realize anything I like, I really like pizza, but I wouldn't be able to. I would feel so disgusting if I tried to break a record on consumption of pizza. Um, I once ate 130 chicken wings in an, uh, in one sitting. For what? We had a contest in um, in my college. Oh uh, my god! Did you throw yeah. up afterwards? Right I did. Away? I did. I, I threw. I threw up in the. It was in ground round. I threw up in the ground round, and and then I got salmonella afterwards, which the doctors at the hospital thought was connected to the eating contest. So they were very mad at me. It turned out actually it was something that was going around at the school. Wow. Uh, but yeah. It was did you home. get extra salmonella though? Because you had so much of it? No, no, no. This, this is, I didn't get salmonella from the, the ground round chicken oh, wings. Oh, I see. I got it from the the cafeteria at Bard. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, but How, what was the prize for doing that? So that, if you if you guys are listening, you still owe me a Colorado Buffaloes hat. The the prize was a Colorado Buffaloes hat. They never gave definitely it to me. worth it. How could they not give it to you? I don't know that it was it was kind of a legendary moment. It came down to me and this one other guy named Trevor, and he he was still he was still working on. I had gotten up to like 125 or something like that, and he was on the plate that was going to get him over there, and he was trying to eat. Uh, those last wings and i grabbed some of his wings and started like licking them up and down uh like really close to his face and he threw up so you oh so you made him throw up so it was a had knockout. you already thrown up no no is and that he, cheating what you did maybe that's no. why they didn't give you the hat no no it's no, all it fair and love and war and chicken wings it, eating contest yeah exactly exactly and he didn't make it to the bathroom either which was uh which he should have thrown up on you Right. Yeah, he should have. That would have been that would have been Justice. appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Could you eat wings shortly thereafter or were you I unable eat, to eat I couldn't wings? eat wings for like uh, probably half a decade after that. Wow. Yeah. Wings um, are already a little bit gross. Like they're a little like sinewy. Like I when I eat wings, I eat very few pieces of it cuz a lot of it grosses me out. I'm actually a good person to have wings with uh cuz you can eat my wing leftovers. There's a lot on it. On the wing, yeah. Do you, do you prefer but the classic buffalo wing if you eat them at all? Or um, you... buffalo, yeah, I like that, but I hate blue cheese, so I won't. But that's not does that that's just yeah. the company's buffalo, or is that part and parcel of buffalo? No, that's that's definitely kind of a standard condiment. So yeah, for... I don't do that. But ranch is good, and barbecue is good. Yeah. You know what uh, would go well with those wings? A different world record. What? Which. Ooh, what is that? That soda? Yeah, it's soda. Old record soda. How much is it? Two liters, looks like. It's like waterboarding with soda. <sighs> nice. Excuse Nice. Wow. Nice. I like that. He makes it look a little effortless. Yeah. Well, you know, man drinks a lot of soda. Yeah. Um. That's but good for him. Yeah. Good that, for him. I like that record. Is yeah. that a record? Yeah, it is. Okay. It's a record for eating for drinking two liters, mm. eighteen mm. seconds, and something. Yeah. 
What do we got for Isn't That Terrible? Isn't That Terrible? Okay, so I guess we have for Isn't That Terrible is a story uh, coming from our favorite country, Austria. Austria, right. So the headline for this story is supermarket shut down due to spider that can cause long, painful erections. Huh. Hate when that happens. Uh, I just have to read from the text, I guess. Um, Everyone's split. Uh, that's an odd lead. Everyone's yeah. split. Um, okay. Next paragraph. A supermarket in Austria shuttered this week after a venomous Brazilian wandering spider was spotted wandering in the bananas. I don't like that double wandering. I know. This is poorly written for the New York Post. We expect better of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. TMZ reported, citing fears that a bite from the deadly creature can cause long-lasting painful erections. The penny market... Uh, in Krems under Donau, Krems under Donau, which I guess is the city, which is about 45 minutes west of Vienna, the nation's capital, has reportedly been closed since Tuesday. The store manager allegedly rang the fire department after spotting the four-inch black and red creepy crawly. Helpers sealed the, the store's banana crates, but the spider is still at large wow. per the mirror. The Brazilian wandering spider's venom, venom stimulates an erection that lasts for hours, according to live science. The erection is a side effect that everyone who gets stung by the spider will experience along with the pain and discomfort. That's a funny looking spider. It is, yeah. The, the face is unappealing. Well, it looks like it's going like that, like lifting its arms up. Yeah. Like, what's up? Like, yeah, exactly. What's up? I'm going to give you a painful <laughs> erection, bitch. Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting, this is an interesting story. I mean, let's read on just for a second here. Yeah. Hang on. Um, in 2012, uh, Smithsonian Magazine suggested the spider could work as the next Viagra to help men uh, who have erectile dysfunction, but it doesn't seem like the idea has legs as of yet. So now hey, that should have been the lead. That's finally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, this is not the first time this type of venomous spider has wandered to Europe. In May 2017, hundreds of the spiders infiltrated someone's bananas they had purchased from the supermarket asda in the uk according to the bbc this the spider spurred the family to evacuate their home so if you have an antidote to that bite is that a boner killer <laughs> a boner killer yeah. yeah i guess i guess it would be I, I find it a little strange that that the the properties of that spider bite were not somehow famous before viagra right no yeah i agree I mean, wouldn't somebody have bought up every living uh, yeah. exemplar of that species and tried yeah. to make a fortune off of it? Yeah. I, I'm kind of surprised that somebody like Marquis de, the Marquis de Sade didn't send right, a special yeah. boat to 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 Brazil. Drop the, ball, uh, the balls on that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I guess you always have to think about what, what kinds of vermin might be in the foods that you eat that are imported from other places. But I guess if they cause long, painful erections, you'd know. You'd know. But most of the time, you you would be horrified by that. I think most men would be horrified by yeah. that. Yeah. Unless you have just happen to be a person who has long, painful erections all the time. Right. In which case, no skin off your back. Right. Yeah. I mean, what, what, I wonder what the Austrians, if they have a 
if they have a particular uh, sort of social stigma attached to walking around with an, ere an erection. Right. I thought you were going to say, I wonder what the German word is. Oh, for long, like, painful for, erection? For a man walking around with long, painful erection from spider in Brazil. I bet there's one word for it. I bet it. there is one word. Exactly, yeah. Man walking erection long and painful in Oh, yeah, you do it. Okay, there does not appear to be a separate word for even just for long, painful erection. Lange Schmerzschafte Erektion. Oh, that's it. Okay, yeah. But that should be one word. Yeah, it should be one word. Yeah. Come on, I, Germans. Yeah. Uh, and Austrians. All right. German-speaking people. Yeah. Well, that that is indeed a terrible. Uh, and that has been your four basics with groups. And uh, we have a great show for you today. And to hear the full episode where Matt and Katie discuss censorship, shrooms, and Trump, please go to usefulidiots.substack.com. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.